0: WKBAG Studios, Wario K Rule, Andros, Ganon, Bowser. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Connor McCabe, for this episode. And as all of you toads are just driving into work, I'd like to greet you with a happy Monday. Uh, we've got a very special episode lined up for you on episode 231. Uh, we're gonna be getting into the news, a little bit of what we've been playing, and then in a very uh fun twist, another network has actually bought some ad time for the second half of the show. So instead of have us having a main event today, you are going to hear an episode from the premier Mario Kart Sports podcast out there, The Rainbow Road Power Hour, uh hosted by uh by by Chet Johnson uh and and the crew over there. It should be a lot of fun. Um but yeah, uh Dad's out of town. Uncle Connor's here to get us into some fun today and talk about video games. Uh but I couldn't do this alone. I got to introduce my guest. Uh, returning for the first time since, I don't know, David, when were you last on the show? 2020? Is that when Jeremy had you on? Has he forgotten about you? I've, I've been completely forgotten by the show. I'm um, so sorry to hear that. I th- I think you I've maybe were on in 2021, but it's hard to remember.
1: Out point. in the wilderness, playing Wait. video games by, uh, by making shadow puppets against a wall. Wow. And um, just jumping bricks with my shadow mario whoa but i've been brought
0: in from the cold you've really been, jump, been in a jumping bricks <laughs> um that's what he does he does that david uh well regardless of how long it's been since you're here you're, you've been here you're here in 2023 um yes. and uh david would you like to hear uh your 2023 sound effect that you will have uh for the rest of the year every time you come on big time Okay, uh, without further ado, here we go.
1: It's
0: like a witch's house in here, David. Could you catch... Oh! Were you able to catch the end of that? Yeah, it's like a witch's
1: house in here, David.
0: Yeah, uh, we're going to play that one more time just so you get to hear it again. So here again is your sound effect for 2023. (laughs) His house in here, David. Wow, how about is that, that? Shits Creek? It's Shits Creek. <laughs> a new challenger approaches. oh uh, and uh, of course, beautiful. you probably recognize, but the Final Fantasy 8 fanfare music after you uh, have a victorious beautiful battle.
1: best soundtrack, best soundtrack in Final Fantasy, in my opinion. You know,
0: which that's the game you brought on to Call Me By Your call Game, call me by your game, uh, way back in 2020 when you debuted on my show. So yeah. boy, uh David it's really good to have you back here. It's it's um, so so good to be back Connor. Thank you for having me. You're so gosh darn welcome. But we also are joined by a newcomer. A challenger does approach. Welcome to the microphone for the first and probably the last time on the show, Alex Bernard. This feels like a swan song. Thanks for having me, Connor. <laughs> you're so welcome, buddy. I mean, people, you know, who are hearing you here might be familiar with you because uh of like, you know, your charm and good looks around the city of Los Angeles. Uh, but mm-hmm. or maybe seeing mm-hmm. you hit dingers in the baseball practices we've been going to, but Impossible. also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, you have uh, been my compatriot and joining me for uh, a handful of the call me by your ball game episodes, uh, that I've done over the last, uh, couple summers, uh, highlighting favorite baseball video games.
2: Yeah, we've done, uh, the first, the first backyard baseball or the backyard baseball, the one that had the first pros in it,
0: first pros, so 2001, yeah. And then we also did we also did the 3d one we did uh yes we did 2000 i think five technically but it's it's like three different games with eddie last year and then you and i did uh mario superstar baseball for gamecube oh oh my god that's a legendary game uh it's so good um that was a lot of fun it was and it's it's always fun to have you you know on my show but here you are on jeremy's show that he's out of town and you know he's he did say like you ever have like friends that your people you knew from school that your parents were like hey like i don't know if you should play with that kid well you're one of those people that jeremy warned me about but i got you in man you're here
2: <laughs> i know that's a, that sounds like kim i you, can't believe you, you brought in, in the people who have been banned from this show yeah. while jeremy's away yeah stomping around in jeremy's den yeah wearing <laughs> all his clothes drinking yeah, out of his glasses Where staring at... at pictures of his
0: girl we're uh we're trying we're like taking his signed baseballs off his desk and playing with them when we shouldn't be oh yeah um alex bernard would you like to hear your 2023 sound effect oh my gosh yes please okay here we go it's a nard dog (laughs) (laughs) How, how about that um Alex, I think for good measure, we should hear that. Uh, what do you think you heard, and then, and then, and then we'll listen. Yeah, to talk it. us,
1: talk us through that experience, Alex. Um,
2: so I, I think I heard someone's walk-up music yes. in Mario Baseball. I assume it's Waluigi's. Actually, that's from Backyard Baseball. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. it sounded. Well, it's a baseball game. It's yeah, a you... baseball game.
0: Um, and then I. I It's somebody saying Nard Dog. I assume it's from The Office, but maybe I'm It is. It's after Andy gets a butt tattoo and he sees what the tattoo is. And it's a little dog that says Nard Dog. And we'll give that one listen. But I think you can get, you can guess whose intro or whose music that is. So, yeah.
2: It's a Nard Dog.
0: (laughs) So any uh, guesses for you on whose music that was? Is that Pablo Sanchez? It's Pablo Sanchez. I was gonna better.
1: say it's got a very uh, Mexican lilt to it, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, and that's what I think of when I think of a just old, like me. Yeah, the great white Alex <laughs> Bernard. Um, fellas, uh, this is really fun to have you on the show, uh, David. It's been a while. Um, but uh, you how how would the listener know you? What have you been up to? Like, is there anything you need to share with us, uh, or do you want to keep it all private?
1: Well, certainly the listener would know me from some deep cut episodes I think uh I think we're we're was it me and Mikey that
0: were responsible for the longest episode of uh video games a comedy show that's ever happened it's pos- I think that's one we streamed that I may uh, not have even been on but I was like stre- just doing the technical I, I,
1: think, I think you were and Mikey and I just um like we never got to what the show was supposed to be about
0: yes that's which right
1: I thought was the entire bit of the show because Mikey had committed to it so hard. That's right. And then afterwards I found out that Mikey had just been joking um, and would have assumed that Jeremy was going to fight back. And he um, never did. <laughs> and he never did. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's that. Um, you can hear me on the, uh, on Stark, Raven, Matt, a game of Thrones podcast, uh, which has not been on the air since house of dragon, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but if you haven't watched house of dragon yet, you can go ahead and listen to us alongside it. And uh, you know, maybe we'll do a retrospective soon. Gorgeous on the first season
0: of House of Dragon.
1: Yeah. Well, we usually give out awards. We call them the uh Stark Raven. So it's Stark Raven Mad podcast. So it's SRM. Great. So we call it the SRMEs.
0: Oh gorgeous. Uh,
1: give out some awards to the uh to the people who make Game of Thrones fun to watch.
0: I love it. Um, you know, they've also listener may have heard you as we already said on the Final Fantasy VIII episode of Call Me by Your Game. You also absolutely uh, the patrons might know you from the uh, Skyrim co-op episode, which we did with Kimia uh, Bepornia and Joan Ford many yes. years ago. Uh, yes, well, I guess just about two now. Um, but uh, you know, you and Alex, I like I met at the same time uh, through your mess hall team uh Bordeaux of course you know friends yes. of the, no one else has been on uh, from Bordeaux on this show but several of them have been on my show um but you two are writing and, partners uh and rivals I think it's yeah it's definitely an interesting dynamic when you, <laughs>
2: yeah. you say David I, yeah, I will also it, say Bordeaux's Similar to David's podcast, has not been on
1: the air for four years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, uh, Alex and I uh, work closely together. You know, the rivalry is kind of dying down, I think. Oh, man. I think uh, we've both kind of found our lanes. We're no longer fighting for space. Um, It's really just friendship, except for when I was screaming at him 10 minutes ago because he couldn't get his microphone to work. Oh, yes, Um, of course. Other than that, it's just love and support between us at this point.
2: Yeah, I definitely don't remember those 10 minutes fondly or any of the times that David has irrationally gotten mad at me. Honestly, stop the recording. Stop the recording. Can we like talk off mic, David? We need to, I'm <laughs> honestly a little upset. A You'd little love mad. to
1: talk off mic because that goddamn thing wasn't working very well.
0: You know, before yeah, so we see, cut to, the, uh, uh, to the Rainbow Road Power Hour, I'll definitely give you guys time on the break to to talk about that for sure. Thanks, you. That'd be much Thanks, you. Hey, By you. the way, you're not Jeremy. No, I'm not. Where is he? He's, you know, he's a busy guy. Got a lot going on. I'm sure mm. we'll all hear about, you know, why he might be gone uh, fair, fairly soon. Oh, um, but look at
2: this beautiful Dan. And look at these glasses. <laughs> oh, and I like his
0: robe. Oh, this is oh, how this the This is, other is so cozy lives. and nice. Did Babe wow. Ruth autograph this ball? Yeah. Um, But, you know, so surprised to, to all of you. But Bernard, is there anything you want to share with the listener about yourself that you haven't got to yet?
2: Yeah, uh, when I was in college, I started a podcast called "On the Contrary." We recorded three episodes and never released them. Did so, you really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe you've uh, similar to David's Game of Thrones podcast. Maybe you've also heard those. Um, but yeah, that's basically my podcast experience. Other what than being, was on, the premise of that? Call show? me by your game. Uh, it was I hosted, and every episode, at least what I, what we were going to do is we're going to have somebody come on the podcast and argue something that they didn't believe for like an hour and argue it really hard. And so the very first episode was my buddy Graham uh, arguing that attack of the clones was the greatest star Wars movie (laughs) of all time. And I am just like the, the entire time I just play the straight man. Yeah. And I'm just like, so he'll just be like, Attack of the Clones is about the military industrial complex and the dehumanization of of uh, soldiers. And I I'll, would I'll just be like, you're crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> that movie's terrible. And then at the end of the episode, he he like just reveals what he actually feels about it. And we talk about what it's like to argue. I, I think in the second episode, my friend Lauren came on.
1: What, what David? No, just just the shock in the last fifteen minutes that in fact he thinks <laughs> Attack of the Clones is a huge piece of shit. Yeah, the
2: the tone when in the three episodes we we did the tone of the people whenever they like reveal their truth is they just it's just like a gasp of air. It's just like completely exhaling yes. and just being like, yeah, obviously I hate it. Um, and the in the second episode, my friend Lauren came on and like argued why like. Galantines and essentially female friendship was not a good idea.
0: <laughs> it gets into dicey territory quick, where you're like, like, d- how did you walk around? How did you, how did that work? Is this well, why she come out?
2: She's well, I, hey, I was, I got to just be like, Lauren, come on, women <laughs> need to support women. Lauren, you're so crazy. Um, but she is a really brilliant, uh, improviser and comedian. And she would, she like twist. I forget exactly what it was because it was however many years ago. But she like twisted it into a way where she was like, "Valentine's Day is a consumerist holiday that forces women to spend their money and it increases the wage gap." Oh, so it was funny. like,
1: it was stuff like that. Yeah. And I would just be like, "No, it's not." Yeah. And, then... and and the and the listeners are are sitting in their cars, getting more and more agitated until finally she says. I don't actually believe that. And they go, Oh, thank God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's an important crux of the show. I'm sure. And we might be the biggest fans of that show because no one heard it ever. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, David, the premise works for one episode before we reveal what the
2: concept is. Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, Too funny. Well, uh, Hey, thank you for giving us a breakdown of, you know, your podcast history uh, and just, just so much, but, fellas uh we got a couple things i want to get into before we can i ask you a question
1: off the top though
0: yeah me yeah you by all means well first of all
1: uh i'd like to know what are you up to these days what am i up to oh my gosh can we do pitches early i mean not pitches um plugs early What do you do?
0: we can do plugs early and often um well you know i'm doing a lot over here at super mpc radio our, our patreon network where we're currently going through the super mario 64 games club which David, I don't know if you're familiar with the new format, but essentially instead of every other week doing an episode on like one game at a time from a series, we are going through it in an actual book club format, essentially chapter by chapter. And so over 12 weeks covering the entirety of Super Mario 64, um, we're uh, by the time this episode comes out, we'll be halfway through. So six of them are already out, Mm. Got eight in the can. Uh, and it comes out every Friday at our $10 DJ Toad tier on our Patreon. Uh, nice. so, so that's been really fun, you know, hosting my podcast, Call Me By Your Game, also a part of this network. Um, you know, waiting. Connor, to-
2: can I ask about, can I, about Super Mario 64? Yes. I
0: actually, like, I don't think I
2: ever played that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're going through it and you're doing it chapter by chapter, does that mean that when, like, you're doing, like, levels, chapter by chapter yes basically and there's some so what it... happens
0: what happens if you get like stuck on a level does that are you well, does that ever all, happen or i i couldn't speak on that experience because i've just never <laughs> been stuck on a level my guy save
1: that for the noobs alex yeah uh you're gonna Nonsense. have
0: to ask, you're gonna have to ask someone uh that's a lowercase g gamer uh not me <laughs> um but thankfully it's a game <laughs> we're all pretty familiar with and there's plenty of like help and walk through stuff online. But it's one of those things where the seven of us who are doing this Games Club and participating, uh, some of us are playing it more thoroughly than others. Like I know that me and Jeremy are you know, getting every single star. We're getting the bonus 100 coin star in every level and talking about that. And some people are like, I got one star in this level and I hated it. And so it's just like kind of a fun uh, swath of experiences that are coloring that. Some episodes are very... We're very easy to plan of like, oh, yeah, we'll do Hazy Maze Cave and Lethal Lava Land this episode. And then sometimes it's like we're doing the Castle Secret Stars and then a second Bowser World. So it's not always like perfectly clean, but it's worked out really well so far. And then yeah. at the near the end of this Games Club, we're going to have our patrons vote on a selection of options for quarter two's Games Club, which I'll uh, spoiler alert, folks. I'm really hoping we do Pokemon Red and Blue. I would love to go uh... through that chapter by chapter badge by badge it would be just so much fun and a, and a fun excuse to replay those games so that's been a ton and, of fun and you're
1: speed running mario 64 at the end yes
0: right? you know thank you for asking me you think i would have had any experience plugging stuff on the network as we get into it but i'm clearly <laughs> failing it um we have a new patreon goal so if you're listening to this now uh and you want to contribute to the network and help us reach our new goal of 30 patrons uh which we're at 23 right now Michael McCaller and myself will be doing a uh, what we are calling Super Mario sixty War, which is going to be a series of speedrunning competitions uh, on Saturday, April eighth. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to see that happen and you've had fun listening to the like to to our shows, uh, you can subscribe at any tier, and that's going to get us towards that goal. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing that. Which so it's we're going to do a series of competitions. So like one uh, of these hour long, we're doing three hours one of the hours will be start fresh and see how many stars you can get just from ze- from like minute 0 to minute 60. Oh, beautiful. The the second round will be I think it's something along the lines of uh there'll be a random number generator of like the referee will uh use an RNG and it'll say okay, get star 27. And star 27 happens to be like uh hypothetically, uh it's let's say it's like a Jolly Roger Bay red coin star so then we go from start to there and whoever wins the most of those races wins that round and then i think the last one is like a bingo where like there'll be like a a bingo card and oh yeah and you have to pick your route yes Yes. um so we're really excited about that um we we met our patreon goal already because we're going to be doing a bonus episode in the series uh covering the ds game did either of you ever play that for the nintendo Oh, the one with the multiplayer yes I, I never did it's no i'm either. playing i'm streaming it right now actually mm-hmm. on twitch um at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 uh because it's on the wii u and it is if you're familiar with that game uh like at all it's a trip because it's so much is familiar and yet they pull the rug out from under you in many ways including you can play most of the game as wario and who doesn't <sighs> dream of that oh man i'm still dreaming of like give me a wario platformer that
1: like have they made a real wario platformer in the last 20 and like not 20 but 10 years not War- in the last wario where you mean well wario is like mini games i'm talking about yes. you play as wario you're doing that kind of like uppercut thing he does yes through-
0: there was no not since <laughs> i think wario land Four. no wario land shake it for the wii it was a wario like 2d platformer mm-hmm. um and then wario world was a 3d platformer for uh for the gamecube which is i think not very good but the wario land games are apparently great they're great they're and of terrific. course bernard i saw you just got your little buddy there gotta have waluigi yeah, we're, my, my, my little waluigi doll when are we ma- when are we getting a main waluigi game never because nintendo doesn't like to like acknowledge his existence if they can help it
2: i feel like something simple like waluigi builds a house
0: Fine. <laughs> waluigi scams the world uh, well imagine like waluigi a waluigi goes shopping
2: sims <laughs> and uh, that yeah. could
0: be
1: great
2: <laughs> um now does uh, that mean that every sim is waluigi or waluigi is controlling Sims? oh i,
0: I kind of like it if they're all different waluigi's dressed up as different people but it's just waluigi clones like he maybe yeah. he, like he accidentally clones himself and the factory goes crazy And then he makes a Sims game. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so he's... Yeah, so Waluigi is Waluigi. He's (laughs) controlling things, but also he accidentally cloned himself a billion times. And so he has to provide, like, a community for these new Waluigis. So so the answer is all of the above. Yeah. (laughs) We're doing...
2: uh, Yeah, that's, that's the... That's the right thing for the Waluigi. It's Waluigi is God
0: and he's also all of the people. And my final pitch <laughs> is that Waluigi, like instead of being uh like a, a Django Fett clone, all the clones in Clone Wars are Waluigi's. Um, but uh anyway, what else I've been up to <laughs> is uh is I mean, that's kind of it. I've been streaming a lot. I've been uh, you know, gotten to you know been doing a little commercial acting as of recent oh, stop. Uh, whoa a hey bit. NDAs NDAs yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't tell you what uh no it's it's not a huge deal but um that's been fun and then you know waiting waiting my fate to see if uh if I still get to perform comedy uh once a week at a certain theater so we'll see yeah you um, and Alex both in opposite directions yeah do Alex, you want Alex Connor, is literally you want, replacing me.
2: I am really trying to Do you want to do two plugs, Connor?
0: One for if you're still on Herald and one for if you're not? Yes, uh, which I hope Jeremy (laughs) will edit after this episode comes out because we won't know. That'd be great. So
2: why don't I I can help you with
0: this. Why don't you do? So, Connor, you and don't you you also perform once a week at UCB, right? Yeah, I'm actually really excited. My team uh, is getting the chance to perform for another year. Found out we got renewed. And so you can find uh, Jet Set uh, just about every Monday at Herald Night and just check UCBComedy.com for shows fantastic and now jeremy this will be if he is
2: cut from perfect perfect perfect
0: uh and connor you aren't performing any comedy right yeah and i'm really glad you brought it up alex uh yeah i recently found out that uh the ucb theater doesn't want my team jet set back actually that's not true they got brought back but i got cut and i know that you you're on the team now so so congrats but like i yeah i'm not a part of that team anymore
2: yeah, so I perform every Monday with Jet
0: Set at the UCB Theater in LA. So come on down. Great. So they, they Alex, thank you for having like the fourth the foresight to give Jeremy those options when editing. I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. No um, problem. Thanks, Jeremy. Fellas, let's get into a little bit of what we've been playing. Uh, mm. uh, Alex, I'm assuming you've been playing almost nothing, maybe a sports game. So why don't you kick it off for us? You know, we'll go worst to best. <laughs> you don't like video games. You don't do them. Um, you're stupid. Yeah. I. I am so confused what I thought I did
2: my part on this podcast. Can no. I can I go now? No, you have to stay um, here for another hour and 15 minutes. Okay. You want to know what I've been reading, Connor? Okay, what have I been reading? Sure, um, hit me with it, man. No, I uh I have been playing a lot of Mario Kart like always. Ooh. It's my it's my de-stressor. De- I played a little bit today. Um Do you have a main? Just, Is it Waluigi? It's Waluigi, caterpillar bike. Uh, little blue wheels, golden, uh, whatever. Parasale what is it? Whatever.
0: Golden. You use Parasale, the waddle you...
2: wing, don't you? Uh, no, I don't use the waddle wing. Oh, I, use the, you've uh, I I use the new, the beautiful golden parasail. So, so you finally unlocked only... it. Yes, yeah, so I finally did. It's the only way that when I'm playing online, that twelve year olds from the Netherlands
0: know that I've completed the game. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's my um... only status symbol. You've been getting into the the DLC tracks, right?
2: Oh yeah. I feel every single time the DLC tracks come out, it is a personal goal of mine that the first time I run them on 200cc uh in the Grand Prix against the computer that I win every single race and get 3 stars. Otherwise, do you and just I'm... shut it off? Yeah, I buy a new switch if I don't. Get oh, it. okay. Cool. Wow, jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like, I don't just shut it off, but I, I, it's like a David knows I'll text him and I'll be like 200 CC new tracks, three stars, did it done next. (laughs) Um, and so I think, I think I've done pretty well at that, but there are a couple that are really tricky. Mm -hmm. Like a couple of the new ones, like the Berlin and the London ones are almost they're just like, they're almost just like open world tracks. Like they're not. They don't direct
1: you. It's jazz. To you can go anywhere. It's, it's, it, it, it is I, it's like, it is it mayhem. They like literally gigantic squares. And it's up to you to decide if you even want to leave the starting line.
2: Like, I could not tell you how those tracks develop. Like, I could not. I have no idea what the format of those tracks are. Even the new Rainbow Road is like, at some point, you're like driving on the Rainbow Road, and then you just like fall onto a moon.
0: But, and Bernard. And you're just like on a big moon would you do me a favor and would you um like like kind of how we just did that exercise for me would you do the exercise of telling us that you got so how about this the new wave is coming out in spring 2023 will you tell david and i uh what it would be like if you were to just tell us that you got three stars on the next one okay great yeah that's
2: easy um yeah and then the new wave just came out and i i did race them both on 200 cc right away and i won every single race and got three stars both times so
0: wow i think kind of kind of felt nice bernard i think that earns you one of these but uh this is probably
2: the biggest the most choose your own adventure podcast you've had so far yeah (laughs) thousand
1: (laughs) percent jeremy just gets to decide like what he likes i mean i guess he does that every time when he edits <laughs> but he uh, he doesn't always have like a, a second
0: take to go back to that's true so we're giving options no this is nice this yeah. is like filmmaking um i'm pumped i've really loved these these tracks it's added so much to the game and i know you and i've even talked about how they're going to be adding birdo sometime this year i want to say and, and more new characters are they really yeah, oh, that's yeah. like a new thing that they're going to start doing, which is incredible. That's the, they
2: just announced it. I had no idea. David, you strike me as a big Birdo guy. Like, maybe well, not that you would be Birdo, but I feel like you would date
1: Birdo. <laughs> oh, I would date Birdo without question. I mean, would any <laughs> but, of us not? Like, but you know what? I'll, I'll tell you something serious, is that um, don't ask me why this started happening, but um. Birdo is one of the uh, like three or four names that I rotate through when I have to pick my own name for like a player character. Oh, really? Um, so, like, a lot, a couple of my Pokemon trainers in the past have been named Birdo. Oh, <laughs> um, don't I, I truly couldn't I knew, tell you why.
2: Why did I
0: know that you had something with Birdo? I, I knew, knew was, there was something with you're you. You're just Birdo. so in sync, you can just like have intuitions yeah. like that. Yeah,
1: what I like about Alex is, um, uh Mario Kart lifestyle is that um I think Alex and I are both like would you is this a fair description of our skill at Mario Kart which is we are the 12th and 13th men on an NBA bench in that <laughs> we are embarrassed in the pro game but we will beat the dog shit out of some <laughs> pickup player who thinks that they can do it, <laughs> thinks that they can do it right definitely the second thing.
2: definitely yeah. like david and i show up at a party and like there's mario kart there and it's like and people are like oh 150 cc and david and i just start shaking our heads quietly because <laughs> we know that we're about to just just railroad like three other people I've and, make, the, and make everyone quit you've yeah.
0: done this to me and when we played on 200 i was had such a hard time and I think I'm good at this game, and I, I'm one of these casuals that you're speaking about. I, I mean, it's uh, the truth.
1: It's it's you know when if you don't play 200 and you go to it, it's sickening. Yeah, it, it is. It's it tough. is uncomfortably fast. But it then, is uh, insane. But That's then if you go, ahead, go from David. 200 down to 100,
0: it's like playing a baby game. Yeah, the the it's yeah. kind of like you know this is I, they might even talk about some of this stuff on the Rainbow Road Power Hour. It's hard to say, but the difference between like single A and AAA is like is like 50 to 100 and the difference between like AAA and the pros is like 100 to 250 cc 200 cc is yeah. that a fair assessment you think
2: 200 cc is the world baseball classic
0: Oh yeah, which highest did, level
2: of baseball there is.
0: I did turn on a YouTube video last night that was all of the home runs from the 2017 World Baseball Classic, and I only got 11 minutes into the 45 minute video. Um it's but 45 it's, minutes. It's, it's it's actually I think it's like 40. But are, are you playing anything else, uh, or is Mario Kart just the main game for you right now?
2: I mean, it's mostly Mario Kart. We I I like I bought FIFA last night and started playing <laughs> oh. that and and played online and got. Uh, soundly beaten in my first game and uh, so i don't really want to talk about it um, that's okay let's just move on to what david's playing i know he's playing monster chain or whatever the hell
0: yeah david <laughs> tell us what have you been playing
1: man how's games oh uh, games are have uh have never been better and possibly wow. at the expense of other elements of my life <laughs> um but yes as alex said i play a ton of monster train which uh if you don't know what that is it's a it's kind of like a slay the spire-esque card battler um the main difference being whereas slay the spire is like um difficult and you could spend literally three hours on every game thinking about what the odds are of certain plays and it's you know very meticulous monster train is just like you're like uh i'm gonna pick i'm gonna pick the devil and i'm gonna give him fireballs and it's gonna it's just like you just roll hard it's um it it, it's 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 very fun it's very fun it's very soothing because um you it doesn't take long for you to get good enough at it that you win probably 80 percent of the time which is a very fun place to be with these games
0: that is fun
1: what are what Um, are you playing this on i'm playing it on switch it's a uh, you know pc originally but they have a decent port for switch so i've i've rolled with that because it's um it's uh i i don't even want to say what i want to say which is that uh it's really easy to kind of sneakily play it while i'm sitting at my computer doing work nice uh, or if no, I'm don't worry they're not meeting, listening dude oh yeah. my god oh, yeah, oh my coworkers god. are listening shut up oh no david um but i'm also uh i picked up it was on sale i picked up this uh really nice uh uh metroidvania called ender lilies oh i don't know if you've ever played it but um it's kind of like you know there's this um i would i'm not gonna say it's emerging genre but um you know ever since dark souls came out um, and there's always like they're like any game that we can make we want to try and make it dark souls like yes. we want to make it super bleak and difficult and so this is a game where you are um you know it's 2d you're like running and jumping and like attacking people with a sword um but then like the boss fights you know they take 10 20 tries sometimes Whoa, um to brutal. get down um But it's uh it the I think the reason it works is because it's pretty, um, the movement is pretty satisfying and pretty precise. Um, so I was able to uh one hundred percent that recently. I've been playing a lot of games by the way, so this is going to take a quick second. That's okay. Um, but that that game was really excited. I was so excited for that that I pre-ordered. Um, oh my God, what's it called? Um. Another Dead Metrogenia? Cells. Yeah, Dead Cells oh. um, has like a, a, a Castlevania mod coming yes. out. Yes. So I, I pre-ordered that. Um, and I'm looking forward to cracking that open in March. Um, and then uh my a friend of mine from the East Coast, we were looking for something to do together. And he said, you know what? Why don't we play Divinity Original Sin 2? Oh. And cracked that open was like, this is the most fun I've had playing a video game in a long time. And so not only am I playing that, but because I'm playing that with my friend from back home, I was like, I need to play other games like this. So I'm also concurrently playing Pillars of Eternity 2 and Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. Um, So I'm like, oh, and (laughs) I'm trying to finally, uh, I've already beaten Persona 5, but I never finished Royal. Oh. So
0: I've uh, like this last week, I've probably put 20 hours into Persona 5 Royal. Oh, my goodness. That's that's one of those enormous JRPGs like that. And Dragon Quest 11S Echoes of an Elusive Age yeah. are two games that like I want in, my, in a fantasy world. I want to play those. But I just don't know if I'm going to ever dip my toe in. I,
1: I it, it is. Uh, I mean, I, I I took a year off from Persona, <laughs> maybe longer i just did not think about it did not like my playstation was unplugged yeah and uh and something happened um i can't remember if i got sick or something but i was like oh you know what? let's 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 try again um and i'm i'm very close to beating it now uh dragon a i mean dragon quest is i own it but i uh i also like you i'm like too much of a too much of a uh, commitment right now, yeah, definitely but I'd love to love to put the time in to finish that at some point.
0: What do you have Royal on? Uh, PlayStation 4. Nice, okay, yeah. very cool. Um, I wish I i knew more about that game to ask you better questions, but I will say thank mm-hmm. you so much for you know playing video games and having something to share about during this segment. I, I just want to say you're really, <laughs> really doing me a favor, um, it's
1: uh, it's absolutely no problem.
0: Uh, I think I, David absolutely made
2: up half of those titles <laughs> <laughs> i do not understand a single thing that was being said you know what? every the time i really like out. every time he was like oh and i've also been playing i was like here we
0: go i'm right re- gonna recognize Bernard's this one not and then sure he would say bits or not well then
2: he yeah then he would say special ball phantom quest and connor would go <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how oh, it sounds yeah, to I-
0: someone who's not like in like as deep as we are in games
1: and also alex and i play like diametrically opposed video games so like uh i'll go over to alex's house and he'll be like sitting down to play fortnite i'll be like what is this game how does it work (laughs) and he's like he's like well basically you build a shed and then stand on top of it and nuke people and i'm like cool and then alex will like we'll run into each other and he'll be like "Uh, what are you up to and i'm like sorry man i'm just thinking about uh I've just got a really tricky turn coming up in uh in yeah. it's 6. Like,
2: it's, <laughs> it's always like, it's it's like I'm trying to balance my account books on the Switch. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> in like Way of the Wild or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, David, that's incredible. Don't have
2: uh, go for it, Bernard. No, it's, I was just going to continue doing a bit. Oh, uh, so well, we you know, stop. we don't
0: do bits on the show. It's a comedy show. Uh, Well, David, thank you the, for... We're rolling, right? Yeah, we are in the middle of it. Good thing. Okay, uh, David, good. I'm going to hit for, record then. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, as far as uh, it goes for me, I've been playing a ton of stuff too. Of course, playing through both Super Mario 64 and the DS version for for our games club. Nice. Um, uh, the game that has been my game, which I'm th- I'm pretty sure we're going to be doing an episode on this podcast about it pretty soon, if not next week. Is a uh, fire emblem and gauge? Uh, oh. you ever dipped your toe into these, David. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: I'm uh, like 120 hours in three houses, uh, awakening, fates, all the all the DS games for sure. Uh, I haven't picked up engage yet because I am uh, I'm a little bit of a uh, I, I live in hope that Nintendo will ever lower their prices for games. So like you live in um, a fantasy world. I live, in, I live in a complete fantasy world. Yeah. I'm also in a very difficult place right now. This is an awful place for a gamer to be in, which is um, I am so scared of like how digital media works. Yes, yes. And that they're going to take my games from me that I only, like I try to only buy physical games. We are very but, similar Yeah. There. The problem is I get so... F- I don't, can we curse on this show i can't remember if we can curse on this show oh you can curse oh, we, i get so fucking annoyed having to like stand Whoa. up and change cartridges I like i'm like sitting there i'm sitting there yeah. and i'm like you know playing a game and then i'm like oh you know what i'll play this other game and then i'm like wait a second it's one of the games i didn't download now i have to go root around for this thing and push it, the little sd card out
2: it always surprises me when i'm over at connor's and i see like his like Mario Kart or Super Smash Bros cartridges or like his little like Switch cartridge. I'm like oh yeah like this for me like the Switch is such like it's almost like an extent like the middle ground between my phone and like my PS4. Yeah, yeah. totally. Where it's like oh this is like th- all the games are supposed to be on here but it's like that, yeah that's how they're
0: designed. Um, David I, I relate to that a lot and I, I my, one of my many conspiracy theories about Nintendo is that they made the SD card slot just difficult enough to access to where you have to think about it, mm-hmm. uh, to like open that thing up. Cause I ha- I used to have I had a launch day switch. Now I have a switch OLED, and the slot what happened to that the-
1: launch day switch?
0: It got stolen. Oh, I was gonna say, could hack that baby. I know, dude. I I, <laughs> I screwed up by getting it swiped. Um, but the the little uh sort of case to open to like to flick that thing open is even worse on the OLED it's harder to open so I'm like I think it is a concerted effort um but I like you also uh and mostly a physical media person purely because I'm always worried that they're going to take stuff away oh yeah and I mean Um, I think that's why they're making it harder and harder every time oh for sure they don't want I mean like it's kind of like movies and tv like no one wants you to own anything uh you they want you to have to come back to a service for it um yeah it's rough but engage is so much fun I liked three houses I love Mm -hmm. engage um okay the opening to engage is rough though like a lot of the characterization is really rough uh you you play as this you know holy like figure (laughs) the divine dragon who wakes up after a thousand years and your (laughs) mother is there to help you out and and your mom and you are clearly into each other like your characters want to bang. It's this so. Is,
1: it's funny you say that because I was like, you know, my one problem with three houses was Fire Emblem seems to have kind of shied away from uh, Alex. And these these games, uh, Fire Emblem are like these war games where you control a massive army. And if a character dies, they're dead for the rest of the game. Uh, really? But they all have stories. So you don't want to let them die. But then also. You have
2: if- my intention.
1: If they (laughs) fight near each other, they build relationship points. And if their relationship points get high enough, they will fall in love with each other. So at least in previous games.
2: I I could fall in love. I just looked it up. I'm could fall in love with some of these women.
1: Oh oh, certainly. Goodness. Certainly. Oh, some of the best. (laughs) You you dirty dog. Up it. Um in recent years um in recent iterations (laughs) they've kind of gone away a little bit from the you fall in love with these characters or the characters fall in love with each other um good and it's i think it's overall appropriate but i don't care i want i want my like teenage archers to talk to each other so much that they fall in love
0: sorry Sue him, folks. Uh, but they, <laughs> so there sorry. is a lot of that in this game, David. There's plenty of that because everyone, like, worships you. There's plenty of romanceable characters. Um, but it, the, all that to say is that the, the beginning is so rough. The characterization does get better, and the story gets a lot better as you go. But the, the tactics of it, the battles, and the loop of going from battle to sort of your, like, home area where I like to do all the side shit of, like, I like to search for all the shiny stuff on the ground. Yep. I, I, I like to uh, send two of my characters to the orchard to bond. Uh, yes. I like to have someone make me and two buddies a meal Uh, what to see <laughs> what we can get, how we can improve our relationship. So yep. the loop of that's great. And then the other thing I started playing recently uh, that I've been streaming uh, is for the first time, I've, I'm the farthest I've ever been into Super Mario RPG. Oh. Have you played the, I know you're an RPG head. Yeah,
1: I um am embarrassed to say that I have played the first hour of Super Mario RPG yes. like 3 or 4 times. Yeah. Um but I have uh I have not finished the game despite multiple friends being like you have got to play this game.
0: That has pretty much been me. I think I the farthest I ever had been was like 4 hours in before. And right now I'm about six, uh, and I've got like three stars or something. I'm, i my party's coming together. But yeah, that game is as charming as everyone's always said it is, and it's, it's sort of, it's in a way, baby's first RPG, um, but in the sense that it's very accessible, it's friendly, it's Mario, um, but it's also has its own challenges, and it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but well, that's kind of it for me. Um, fellas, what do you say we get into the news? Let's do it. We got to first, we got to go down the news. I mean, I've got to hear what you think about Alex Bernard. Nintendo came out and officially said that they're not attending E3 2023. How did you take this news? Uh, how am I taking it right now as I hear about
2: it for the first time? I mean, Bad. I
0: know you. you must have heard about it before.
2: <laughs> I actually don't know if I did. Why are they not attending E3?
0: Well, I I don't really know I guess that like a bunch like e Nintendo Sony and, and Microsoft aren't attending. Uh, I was just wondering if you had heard about that I hadn't heard about oh. that I it sound didn't,
2: but Nintendo has their own conferences right where they
0: they do their own presentations uh for sure so they don't really need it they might even like usually around this time they'll do their own presentation anyway that's not e3 at least they have the past couple of years.
2: Yeah, it's like if Apple wants to release a new product or they want to like debut something, they don't need a they don't need a convention to do that. They just rent an auditorium and take the stage. So, yeah. I it's, I get it. It's a little it's a little disappointing. But yeah, I'm sorry to They're going to do their own thing.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to break your heart. I know it's, it's How do you but... feel about it? I don't care. Uh it would be fun. <laughs> you know, I, found, I th- He baited <laughs> you so hard. Oh
2: my god, I just got <laughs> god, I, I, just I, got like left hook right hook. Oh my god, jab jab hook. Oh, that's kind of, oh you know, that's, that's kind of how
0: I operate. Uh if I were That's good hosting. Like we, we might, a- I'm going to get aggregated. You you really are. We might uh uh like attend the uh, try to attend e- E3 this year and of course Nintendo being there would be cooler but you know, it's really a—it's uh, really not the end of the world. Um, is is E three? I mean, I thought
1: like it feels like it. I mean, obviously, COVID happened, but like it feels like in the last like three or four years, E three has suddenly like completely cratered. Like, um, like honestly, like I think of Tokyo Game Show as uh like something where I'm more likely to hear a big announcement nintendo announces their own stuff like at their own pace and then it just feels like sony and microsoft hate each other so much that they don't want to share share space it's it's really a shame because e3 was kind of a
0: unifier and that you know all these people would try to one-up each other at e3 and now that just i loved it too i think it, it seems like it's something that's better for every company that they don't do it but it's more fun for the fans for sure yeah um well another piece of news that i know we're all devastated about i mean and this is so big it, it, it transcends video games don't succession, try to bait me again succession is ending after season four <laughs> another,
1: another show series? alex
0: doesn't watch i have- watched a few episodes
2: of it i have watched, <laughs> watched a few episodes of it and i think
0: it's probably a good
2: thing but also just so Connor doesn't get me again, I don't give a fuck. I don't care.
0: Not a big deal. You know what? I I won't get you, but I will say I like, I'm trying to, you know, like reach across the aisle here and give you something to react to. And here you are not even like watching Succession. I could do an hour on Birdo. We talked about it for five minutes. Yeah, well, you know, unfortunately for us, Birdo's barely in the news right now. David, how do you feel? succession is going to end after season four. You
1: know, I. I had vaguely recalled, uh, I think it's Jesse Armstrong's the showrunner there. Yes. Uh that the plan was for it to be five seasons. Um, but I also remembered that whatever the plan was for succession,
0: uh, that they had that plan from the beginning, I guess um, I guess so. I, I sort of thumbed through a New Yorker interview with him. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, roughly it was something they had planned. They didn't know if they wanted for a while to announce it at the end. Like when it ended. Or before yeah. or at the beginning, but yeah, I think that's just where they're at yeah. now.
1: Um, so I I I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I do think that um there, you know, there have been a couple articles recently, right, about uh you know, Jeremy Strong defending his process, but also Brian Cox talking about yes. how he <laughs> thinks Jeremy Strong's process. And for the listeners, uh Jeremy Strong is kind of like a very method actor who Um, really like lives in his roles brian cox thinks that that is unsustainable you know he talked about how daniel day lewis retired by the time he was 55 uh because you just keep giving so much of yourself to these roles eventually there's nothing left um and marlon brando is dead (laughs) (laughs) well he died from it marlon brando i I also knew how to relax a little bit (laughs) (laughs) Brando? <laughs> yeah. <believe it. laughs> also, I think there was like a 20-year period where nobody hired him. Uh the the <laughs> consummate professional, what are you talking about? <laughs> um and so I, you know, I guess there's two that that led me to two questions. It's like I don't think that there's beef between jeremy strong and brian cox but i do wonder like we saw with game of thrones in the past i'm happy to talk about that on srm the game of thrones podcast um but uh we we've seen it with uh game of thrones in the past and a lot of shows that go on for a long time is actors get bigger they get more opportunities they get burned out playing the same role and also if you have a guy like jeremy strong who is um you know living inside a very kind of uh tortured character um he he might want to get out of that and so um i i just i i hope that this show is ending because this was really the amount of time they needed to tell the story and not that this was the amount of time that they could keep these actors under control before everything hit the fan
0: i hope so too and and i think that you know, in what maybe will give me a little optimism is the way that th- season three ends, I feel like, you know, knowing this now that this will be the end, it sets up for an amazing final season because, mm-hmm. wow, what a low those characters reach by the end, at least a group of characters, no spoilers. Don't um, tell-
2: I don't want to know that they reach a low. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: shoot. Um, uh, yeah, but the last piece of news I want to share today Um. is that, uh, I know, this is going to break all of our hearts, it has been confirmed that Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, uh, Bernard, the new Suicide Squad game coming out this year, is uh, confirmed as a live service game, and it requires a constant online connection even when you're playing solo. I mean, Bernard, to, to, when this this is as this is washing over you, how do you feel? How do you feel about this? First of
2: all, don't care. But uh, <laughs> secondly, <laughs> <laughs> so, David knows this. I'm a huge DC fan. I'm a huge DC fan, so... Is that I, for real?
1: Uh, That's true.
2: I oh. Yeah, I legitimately am. I'm not going to go get them, but I have a ton of, like, Batman graphic novels down on my bookshelf over there. Um, And David and I, one of the things we do to unwind sometimes after we write is we throw on a DC animated movie. Um, That's incredible. We just, have, we just okay. have a great time. We've
1: literally seen all of them.
2: There's, like, maybe, like, three that I haven't seen.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, And they're all, like, the most niche... What, it's like it's green lantern,
1: lantern shit or something you know which is which are
2: basically unwatchable anyway
1: yeah um
2: but <laughs> so the idea the the name of the game is really exciting to me suicide squad kill the justice like that sounds great i honestly, honestly was hoping you were going to say that that was the name of the next movie or dc
0: animated oh movie.
2: no this is a video but video. i love the idea so is this is this game um like is it it's, it's, it's not me. like injustice right
0: no, it's, n- it's not. It's made by uh, Rocksteady who made the uh, the Batman Arkham games that were really popular. But in this oh, one, cool. you are playing as the Suicide Squad uh, trying to kill the different members of the Justice League. I love that. I'm yeah. buying that for sure. Uh, do, you a, do you have a PS4? I'll have something to talk about. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I've played That's some right. of the Arkham games. Oh, great. Wait, this mm-hmm. one's yeah. PS5 only, right? Or Is it? I don't know. There, it, everything is so often cross-platform. Yeah, I hope Bernard gets a PS5 I just to play it. this game, and then doesn't use it. Um, well, folks, that's the news. Uh, for the for the week. Um, and you know, just really quickly as we head out, I'll go down a list of uh, some new releases. Then uh, I'll just see how you guys feel about this. Uh, Alex, how do, man Atomic Heart came out on February twenty first. Isn't that incredible? Passed. Um, okay. what about like a dragon? Ishin, uh, does that do anything for you? Don't but, give a fuck. Don't you know, it's it's, it's you know, it's a that one's gonna be dope. I mean, I, yeah, I the, can't
1: wait to get my hands on that
0: game. Did you have you played any of the Yakuza series, David? I've just played like a dragon, I thought it was amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, just played like a dragon, unfortunately, didn't finish it. and before people get on the comments, I was gonna ask you, Connor, what do your fans think of me and Alex? Um, but probably well, the I answer is wait, they don't.
0: D- the discord is going <laughs> to pop off so like uh what about this episode so listeners tell us in the discord how you're feeling about Listeners games. sound off in the discord um yeah, what but... do you think of me and David what do you think <laughs> of David? Um
1: no but like a dragon I mean I, I didn't finish it mia culpa I'm sorry I'm in my 30s it's not as easy as it used to be um but it's like I like the Yakuza series I love playing those games for 15 hours and then saying i love the series <laughs> but yes. um, but and i i my you know again they're they're one of the games that i have this dream of one day uh being able to like take a month off work and really crush through them totally but uh ishin looks dope it looks so I, fun
0: i could see myself playing this sometime cuz yeah. i wanted to get into one of the more i mean of course jrpg like a dragon was amazing it's right up my alley but i want to play one of these brawlers someday yeah. so that could be it for me i mean oh bernard awesome asteroids came out i mean
2: that that both sounds fake and like a game i would play
0: what about digimon uh world next what is it next world order is there still a market for digimon yeah, oh, yeah. uh kirby's uh return to dreamland the it was formerly on the wii and now it's on switch I've been saying for
2: a long time they need to get him back to Dreamland, so I'm
0: excited
1: for that. That is probably big it, for you. It does look beautiful. Octopath get him out of New York
0: City and back to Dreamland. <laughs> Finally, uh, Octopath Traveler Two. Now that's a that's a that's a big one from yesterday.
1: Oh, big boy!
0: Uh,
1: it looks beautiful. Um, I Did
0: you play the first one at all
1: i played the demo <laughs> i played the demo um i i i'm probably gonna get this one um i might even own the other one i think i do. um i'm just so on board for like this uh this like square enix kind of going to this like um hd2d ca- yeah hd2d i've been calling them like double a games but the quality is really actually quite strong yeah and uh i'm hoping that like Really what I'm hoping for is that um as these games continue to do well and there's continually a market for them, that we'll get um we'll get a Final Fantasy like the real ones.
0: Dude, that would be re- so would you like to see like a brand new Final Fantasy in that art style or like uh I know they have the Pixel remasters, but would you like something like that in this art style?
1: Well, I mean, I think uh I mean, you know, I first of all, like, uh, I'm I don't need more remakes of those games. Sure. Um, if they want to like actually remake the game like they did with seven, or like even if it's with a HD, uh, 2D style, Mm -hmm. totally on board with that. If they want to, um, if they want to do a sequel or like reimagine the game, totally on board with that. But yeah, I mean, like, I would just love to, like, anytime they're making, um, Making an RPG like that, I want I, like it's just um like I it's like I I just want them to get back to that because yeah. um I I have uh you know I think just like God of War is better combat, Dark Souls better combat, like and I mean I don't know like Final Fantasy sixteen looks very cool, Final Fantasy fifteen had its ups and downs like, but I don't like i have plenty of venues for playing action games Mm -hmm. um like to me final fantasy had a lane that was it was very good at yes
0: and it completely gave that lane away yeah i feel you um uh i played 55 hours of the first game and it was great but i got tired of it and apparently this fixes a lot of i've heard that this fixes at least in initial reviews, a lot of those issues, and it might even be a better game. So, I mean, if yeah. you're going to jump in, this is probably the one to do it on, yeah, I would I'm, say. I'm... Um, Well, fellas, that'll do it for the news, and we're actually going to head to break really quick. Uh, But uh, just a reminder that when we come back, instead of a main event today, you're going to be hearing a podcast from a different network Uh, all about, the, like, they're following the current Mario Kart circuit. It's Rainbow Road Power Hour. Should oh. be pretty interesting um but uh but yeah thank you wow. for uh i've been here you know filling in for jeremy I've, i was sort of beating around the bush earlier jeremy is not here because he you know lat if you listen to last episode you'll know he made an apology it was the apology episode where he came clean owned up uh, he had some accountability mm. for you know referring to hi-fi rush as an indie game when obviously it, it was not and he sort of came at someone in the discord so jeremy thank you for you know just not only taking accountability but giving us as a network the space we need to heal from that um thank you jeremy thank you but uh when we come back uh we'll we'll be back after the break uh after the podcast uh to plug and head out of here uh so here we go uh enjoy this episode of rainbow road power hour Welcome back to the Rainbow Road Power Hour, the premiere Mario Kart podcast following the current Mario Kart Grand Prix uh, here on Rainbow Road Network. Uh, I am, of course, your host of this podcast, Chet Johnson. Really stoked to get into it with you today. We've got some fun segments coming up. We've got a main topic of the day, talking about Mario dominating the new tracks that have been introduced to the Mario Kart Grand Prix uh, and then our big news moment, talking about, you know, we, we got to talk about it, folks. I know some people are shying away from it. We're going to get into Wario retweeting a video, uh, a conspiracy theory video, and, and you know, we'll, we'll get into it, I promise. But I couldn't do this without my co-host of this podcast. Sitting to my left, we, of course, have Toad Henderson. Hey, it's
2: really great to be here, Chad. It's a really great you,
0: to be here. You know, you always do this thing where you like try to, you say my first name, like Chad, even though you know it's Chet, you want me to call it out. And I usually, I let it go, but I'm just letting you know, I see what you're doing.
2: It's great to be here. It's, I really appreciate it this is uh you know there's a lot to talk about what's going on in the Grand Prix obviously some unfortunate things obviously some exciting things and uh, you know we're really excited to get into
0: it chat should be fun uh, okay once again toad thank you very much it's Chet uh and then also joining us of course the third the, our third leg here uh, Duke poppy welcome back buddy ah uh, how you doing doing fine how are you are you, you tired um, over there
1: stress 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 Stress. I mean what can we even say?
0: I mean, it's hard. it is hard to sort of articulate yourself uh, about this. And for, we'll, we'll just get into the big topic uh, right now, the news that we just can't stay away from. Uh, if you're not familiar, uh, Wario, who <laughs> yeah, has you've been... You've been living under a shell. Yeah, you know, if you've been living under a shell... What happened? What happened? What? Are you serious?
1: Are you serious right well?
0: now? What happened? I'm and not on the not... internet. Okay, well, so Wario you know he's known for his controversy he's not he's he's been it's a reason he's bounced around from pit crew to pit crew over the years despite his talent and what he brings as a racer he's a tumultuous guy and you know he's a punk he's, he's got fire you know sure but let let, let us tell you what and he and he's
2: like and before you say another word let me just say he's a good guy I he's don't... a good man and i stand by what he does Now, So anyway, I just wanted to say that because I like to give my friends a shout out.
0: Henderson, you're gonna just, you're gonna want to hear this, okay? And then you can see where where you sit on it. But Wario, as many of our listeners will know, this week uh, retweeted a video uh, that has been since taken down uh, amplifying a conspiracy theory, uh, an anti-toad conspiracy theory uh, that uh, you know, despite being you know, roughly, you know, a certain. Percentage. It's mushroom racist. Can we just call it that, Chet? I mean, look, look, it's it's a it's a it's a nuanced conversation, and I want to call it that. But sure, you retweet a video about toads controlling the coin economy, and you're gonna elicit this sort of response, I guess.
2: I would like to walk back the comments I said at the beginning <laughs> of the episode.
1: I thought you might.
2: All right, Duke, puppy. I'd like to walk back my comments. Uh, obviously, as a Toad, as the first Toad to ever race in Mario Kart, uh, this is not something that I condone. Uh, so I would just like to say that.
0: Okay, I think that's totally fair. You know, what? what I guess strikes me, fellas, is that this isn't the first time that not only Wario has stirred up controversy with the pit crew, but this current pit crew. I mean, he missed... I don't know what was it half a last season because he wouldn't go through the rules and regulations uh, uh, uh that everyone else was doing to make sure that he couldn't spread, you know, the the f- the covid of, the, the covid it. Call, it, call it covid, COVID. it's covid <laughs> look, we look. had
2: to shut down the grand prix for a year and a half because of covid
1: and Wario wouldn't get vaccinated you know i mean if, if i can say something no nobody question he is Perhaps, pound for pound, and it's many pounds, the most talented racer that Mario Kart has ever seen, that this kart has ever seen. Mm -hmm. But he is going to end his career uh, 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 with more footnotes than regular notes. Which
0: Which is honestly unconscionable. For for a racer of this caliber. The fact that we continue, and again, you know, the subject matter, you know, I I won't say whether or not it was it was wrong, but it certainly what did, you know, stir controversy. But it's it's just crazy that someone of this caliber of racer continues to distract from the race.
1: I guess yeah. and I, you know, and and, yeah. and I and I want to say that you know, uh, here at Princess Podcasting Studios, we do you know the, the the entity that owns us does not have an official take on this event. Yes, um, this we, is def- you know, this is our no. opinion.
0: We're figuring and, this out as no, a of course and, not. Y- y-
1: yeah, as employees, we we have uh, no opinion. But as a man, I have to say, I I, I couldn't be more disappointed in this guy because he's taking the focus away from the game. He's taking the focus away from some great racing that's been exactly. happening. And let me just
2: let me just add in along with what you two gentlemen are saying, pound for pound, best racer in the world. He's I mean, he's well, let's say it, he's fat. And being heavy it gives you a big advantage in this sport. The heavier to you say are say
0: that nowadays. I don't know. Is there another term we're supposed that they're when trying to make I us... was
2: when I was racing, everyone was fat. Everyone was heavy. And I think that I think that he's clearly a terrific racer. He goes fast around turns. I think he can bump people really well. I mean, we haven't seen someone who is capable of handling any size bike or any size cart the way he can in in years, um, period. So I guess the point I'm saying is, Wario is fantastic. He's a great racer.
0: Yeah, he he certainly is. And I've I gotta say I've never seen a handle anybody handle. Anything like no. that, he's incredible. It's no. just like it's it's a it's a gift, you know. I mean, from, he, from above,
1: he's got the size of a Donkey Kong and the handle of a baby. It's it, it's a
0: remarkable <laughs> skill
1: set. It's a remarkable Absolutely. skill set. But but I, I'm telling you that this guy, this guy's career is going to be. He's going to have a. He's going to have a. I'm gonna say it right now. He's gonna have a worse career than Shy Guy, not because he's less talented. We know he has more talent <laughs> in his little finger than Shy Guy. But you know what? Shy Guy's there every race. Shy Guy's not running his mouth. And shy. by the end of their careers, That's Shy right. Guy's gonna have earned more in endorsements, and Shy Guy's gonna have a better overall record. Sure. When and you have really kids,
2: backs. kids are buying Wario hats and Wario sneakers, and now what do they do? What do they do with those with that Wario merchandise? How do this, how do parents I mean it's it's just what, is, what what do we tell our kids? I don't about, know I don't know what to this. do
0: because I mean last it's hard to have this conversation, you know about a guy who at least I personally do know. you know, he brought me a- and out to a race last year. I got to bring my, my, my two sons, got to meet mm-hmm. him. They got Wario hats and jerseys. We we took pictures. It was he was a consummate professional. So to see something like this happen, I just I don't know exactly how to feel about it. Honestly, when it when he's it great blurs the lines,
2: he's <sighs> great with kids. He's so good with kids. Well, he's so good
0: with kids. I guess. You know, to sort of round out this topic before we move on to other stuff, because we've got a whole episode to do today. You know, we don't want to spend the whole time talking. About it feels things. like there's no other news. Try, we'll we'll have something to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, the question is, what do we think? How do we think this is going to go for him? Because the pit crew has come out and said that he's not fit to be racing as a part of the crew. His sponsors have dropped him. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. do we think is? And I'll
1: tell you something. That? Chappelle's comments didn't help. No, and who no. knew that they would
0: even that. What that did Chappelle be... say?
1: Well, Ch- Chappelle said, "You know, where there's smoke, there's fire." Uh, he retweeted <laughs> oh, Royo's retweet. He, he retweeted Royo's thing. It. He said, "He said, listen, I would never say anything bad about the Toads because I know just... who signs my coins, and I just—I mean, it's just—it's just a mess.
2: That's obviously unfortunate." But it has, and it's unfortunate because there's nobody funnier than Chappelle. There's oh my nobody funnier. Oh God, he's he's so talented. Took my he's nephew so to see him. I mean, it's hard for me to. Even oh, he's talk great about with.
1: Kids.
2: He's great with kids. He's great
0: with kids. I one mean, of the best. We got to go to one of his specials a couple of years back, and he brought me and my two sons there, and he gave them Chappelle shirts and hats, took pictures. It was all. It's still all over the internet. So, yeah, I think. It is going to be one of the more interesting storylines moving forward, just because yeah. of the place that they were in. I mean, Bowser Oil sponsored Wario until this time, so it'll be interesting to it's, see.
1: It's going to be interesting, and I, you know, here's from my my two cents. Is look again, uh, the Princess Podcasting Networks does not have an official stance on this. Oh no, no, no as no. an employee of Princess Podcasting no. Networks, I don't have a stance on this. But he doesn't get out of this without apologizing. All right, he, he's got, you know, he he he's got to apologize he does he? And, and 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 he's got to and he's got to meet with some rabbis he does and he's honestly, got
2: to talk to a toad rabbi he's
1: I, got to
0: talk to a toad rabbi that's what, i mean I'll, I'll introduce him to my toad rabbi i wouldn't i wouldn't uh, hold hold our breaths on this uh, but folks why don't we move in to just a quick weekly roundup <sighs> of please. the race of the week uh, uh, of the four, the most recent grand prix the mushroom grand prix that they did uh, we have in first place. What do you know? It's Mario with fifty nine points. Uh, coming in at second, we got Morton Koopa forty three points. Uh, number three, a villager, female villager actually twenty four points. Number four, Baby Daisy twenty three points. Uh, number five. Uh, now I'm I'm really confused at the at the points that I'm looking at here. We got Peach next, Bowser in sixth, Pink Gold Peach in seventh, which is crazy because usually she finishes higher than Peach. We got Inkling girl finishing eighth, uh, Dry Bowser finishing ninth, ten Inkling boy, eleven Shy guy. Again, you seeing Shy guy on this list now, Wario and number twelve King Boo. Um, what jumps out to you folks about this? Uh, about this list right here, the weekly results. Did you tune in? Did you see this this week?
1: Oh, fantastic set of races. Uh, but I, I think I, I think for me, I, I got to start at the bottom here, uh. This time, three years ago, we were talking about uh, we were talking about how many cups is King Boo going to have at the mm. end of his career? Yeah, that was the only that was the only conversation. Yeah, and uh, he has absolutely fallen off a cliff. You know, I don't know uh, what happened. I I I, <clears throat> I have uh, I have insiders that say it's all mental. They say that he mm. that he uh that he just he's lost his focus he's seen a sports psychologist but you know the the king boo of 2019 is gone it, That that's what this that's what this race says to me is he is gone you're not you're not getting that king boo again you this king boo is is you know that's what you are getting so you know support him at your own risk
2: i i mean i remember here's a thing is the thing about the Grand Prix? There are guys who every other racer respects. That's who you need to look to. That there is, there's always somebody who everybody else fears, who everybody else knows has game on race day. And, and King Boo just doesn't get that respect. He no. doesn't get that respect around no. the no. around the circuit the way that that he should. And we had a lot of we had a lot of hope for him. We yeah. had a lot of hope for him. I mean, I've uh, I've got I've got my insider sources too. I've got my people that I've been talking to, and oh, yeah. they say that they say that something is going on in that camp, and I don't know if it comes down to uh, cart selection, wheel selection, glider selection, or what. Um, but you would hope that it's not something that you would hope it's not an injury. You would hope it's not something that has to do with King Bo's – uh. Psychology, you would hope that it's something that can be fixed easily, but
0: this is not a good start I mean a couple things jump out to me when I see this one King boo's at the bottom, Mario's at the top and we know when Mario faces a boo they have to cover their eyes and stop racing and I think the gimmick of him racing and not seeing and like you know missing Mario he got to dodge Mario for the couple years he was out with injury but at this point Mario's back and King boo just can't dodge what is right in front of him. I think I think that is the first thing is that he's just not going to be able to co- overcome this as long as characters are fully turning around in their carts and looking him in the face. And I also think that this is actually less of a story of a downfall than we think and it's more of, well, the way I'm looking at it is a celebration. And when I say that is that nobody thought King Boo was ever going to amount to anything as a racer. He was in He was bottom tier for years and never even had the potential. No scout told me that this guy's going to break out. No, nobody was saying that he was on their underdog list. And we still got several years of King Boo being on top. He's sort of the way I'm looking at him is, uh, is is just an unexpected success story that had a short shelf life. And that's what I'm I might be painting this a little too optimistic or a little too no positive, i mean but... i
1: i think you're making a cogent point here it's a you know king boo is uh you know it, it, it in a normal world somebody with his profile is a is a middle to low tier racer their mm-hmm. entire career mm-hmm. uh and this was the power of a hot streak and he was hot he was popular and uh the chickens came home to roost i mean you know toad you were such a great racer. I mean, you raced in a completely different era. You raced obviously in the SNES era. It was against Doesn't mostly matter. plumbers and milkmen who you raced against. No, but okay. But uh, let me stop but, you
2: right there. Did you? You probably don't even watch tape from back in the SNES, SNES days. You probably don't oh, watch. Oh well, they tape. haven't, they really they haven't digitized
1: it, it yet. They haven't digitized it yet. Well, as soon as it's on the <laughs> internet, I'll watch it. That, that, that was
2: that was racing now they they have all these rules to protect the racers because everyone is so soft because there are eight babies racing in every single Grand Prix back in, back when I raced you had eight races who were going at it every single day half of the items could cause you serious harm and that's what that's what the Grand Prix that's what card is supposed to be that's I mean, what card is supposed to be look at the look The people who were racing in this Grand Prix in the Mushroom Cup. Look at it. Villager, Baby Daisy, Peach, Pink Golden Peach, Inkling Girl, Inkling Boy, Shy Guy. I I don't know. Are you afraid of any of those names? Are you afraid of any of them? Morton? No. I'm not afraid of any of them. And if they were racing, if they were racing back in the old days, in the early 90s, they would have been, they would have been skid marks on the road. They would have been cream. Well, look, half those people aren't even fat. Look, half it's, them aren't even fat.
0: Hey, it's hard to compare eras. It's a different game now. Okay, the sport of racing is just different than it was when you were in you the put, SNES. I mean, the and blocks, why aren't
2: there any toads? Why aren't there any
0: toads? They're not. I'm been, sorry.
2: They didn't qualify if, for I, this one. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to interrupt. Don't make. You, Brad. Don't make us say it. No, Brad. am I don't want to interrupt you. But uh,
0: no, it's Brad. What? Go if, ahead.
2: If if the circuit was serious about the Wario issue, they would have put Toads in the Mushroom Cup. They would have put it. Toad is literally a mushroom, and it, there's no Toad to be seen. I, I that, that's all. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say.
0: Look, it's none of my a, kids were in this cup. It's it's a it's a moot point where, where we all have our differences. Uh We can agree to disagree on this topic. Um. But uh, the next next we have coming up in the podcast, it's time for a little ad read. So if you fellas don't mind, I'll go ahead and just read uh, from our sponsor for today's episode, Toad Head Waxer. Are you a toad with a dirty head out there? Are you not shining up top? There's a lot of dust collecting. Are you getting, uh, are are there uh, Lakitus in the Mushroom Kingdom just dropping spinies and poking you? Well, if you've had trouble with that, folks, I'll go ahead and introduce you to the Toad Head Waxer. Heck, I got to say, this is the part where I stop reading the script and I just say a personal thing about how I feel about the sponsor. Uh, I can't speak for it myself, but for being just, uh, you know, I'm everybody knows I'm a Koopa. I use the stuff on my shell, and it actually works really great. Uh, you, it's It's simple. I know a lot of us guys are a little scared to talk about, you know— Cleaning up back there, but uh, hey, my wife likes it. It works great for me. The product—they'll ship it to you in a in a discreet box. It's great. I mean, uh, uh Toad. I know I sent this some over to some of some of this product to your house. Uh, what what's your personal statement on the stuff?
2: Toad Head Waxer is the only head waxer I use. If you're looking for a good head waxing, use Ted Toad Head Waxer. It'll
0: shine you right up.
2: All right. There you go, you
0: son of a bitch. Okay, you could at least like pretend reading. like you're not reading it. Anyway, uh if you're interested in uh in getting uh 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 four percent off of your next order of Toadhead Head Waxer, uh just use our code Rainbow Road Power Hour, all one word, uh the next time at checkout in the coupon code spot. Uh anyway, that'll that'll conclude our ad read and we'll uh we'll get into our main topic. For the day. And we'll just start off with this is that we, you know, we're on the heels of the third wave of, of new courses that have been released uh in this Mario Kart 8 Deluxe circuit. Um, and we'll just you know I'll quickly just go down what those what the, the eight new courses are. In the rock cup, we've got the tour London Loop, GBA Boo Lake, 3DS Rock Rock Mountain, and We Maple Treeway, and in the Moon Cup, Tour Berlin Byways, DS Peach Gardens. Mary Mountain and uh, uh, 3ds Rainbow Road, but the thing that I'm taking away and that we've all wanted to get into today is we've seen a, an absolute domination by Mario uh, on these uh, these two most recent releases. I mean, the guy hasn't even lost a race, which is kind of unheard of. Um, I would ask you, Duke, what what's sticking out to you? Uh, you know, with this news,
1: uh, you know, to me it is. Uh, it is technique, technique, technique. Mario will be the first to tell you he is not the fastest. He is not the heaviest. He is not basically anything. He This is a guy who it probably doesn't max out any stat sheet you put him on. Um, but what he can do is, especially with new courses, is he learns them faster than anybody. And he is adaptable. Now, if you ask me, is Mario going to be putting up these kind of numbers next year once the Donkey Kongs and the Bowsers have their chance to get a couple good looks at these courses? I don't think so. But nobody capitalizes on new tracks the way Mario does. He's been doing it for years.
0: I mean, what can we say? The guy's a vet. He's he's the first there. He's the first there and last to leave. Unbelievable work ethic. He oftentimes will get the jump on these new courses. There, there's no doubt about it. And yeah, I guess he's got to take advantage of that while he can before, you know, those other race racers that you name, you know, get their feet wet a little bit. Um he's yeah.
2: got an incredibly high track IQ. He's mm-hmm. got an incredibly high track mm-hmm. IQ. But lunch I also pale. he's got a lunch pale blue collar. Show up to work. Do your business. Keep your shit to yourself. Attitude. He, it, it, head down. Go to work. Assembly line. Coach's dream. Oh, he's a he's a pit boss's a pit boss's dream.
0: And and I know we 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 talked earlier. We just spent I don't know ten minutes talking about the Wario controversy earlier. You're never gonna see Mario retweeting something like this and you know why fellas it's cuz the guy doesn't have a twitter he's not on social media he's not distracted he goes to work and then he goes home uh and says hi to peach and they Yeah sleep in different beds. yeah
1: and and you and, and i mean you know it, 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 uh, he's doing the right thing but i do have to say would love to see some more personality out of him once in a while you know this is a guy who's been doing it for years and uh you know, you look at his Jersey sales, he's not doing that well. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's made, you know, more money than God, but he is, uh, but we still don't know who the real Mario is. You know, you see, you know, you see Link out on that track. You see, you are seeing Link race. You know who Link (laughs) is now. Link is not the racer that Mario is on any level. And yet,
0: uh, you know, Link, P- fans respond to him. There's an authenticity there that is left to be desired with Mario. I mean, yeah. I'll say it.
2: Yeah. He's so overmanaged by his PR team. And you get the sense that uh, in the 90s, that just wouldn't have been the case. He might have been the fourth or fifth biggest star on the track because he just couldn't measure up to the personalities of uh, or the original Bowser Sr., Donkey Kong Sr., Uh, or any of those personalities and and what they meant to the sport. I mean, they really, they weren't just, uh, they weren't just cart racers. Yeah.
1: They Uh, they were were also uh, working at the post office and. uh, Oh Delivering pizzas. (laughs) They
2: were, they were, how dare you watch one of the tapes. Just, I'm going (laughs) to send you a tape. I I I I mean, if I had a
1: VHS player, I'd put it
2: on. (laughs) You uh, this is the problem. This is, sorry to get sidetracked. This is the problem. Is everybody now is obsessed with tracks? Like, how how are you doing on Mary Mountain? How are you doing on Sky High Sunday? These aren't real racetracks. I want to see. Can you do it on Donut Plains Three on a on a wet Tuesday? Oh, well, can you do it I in mean, the middle of February I- on Sherbet Land?
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, Princess Daisy can't walk because she tried to do it on. uh donut land on a wet tuesday those tracks part of the game were made by part people of the game who did not have engineering degrees
0: and a lot of people got hurt look again Which, we're, we're getting it, into the
2: unsanitized
0: we're in this issue again we always come back to this of comparing eras and it's hard you know who's to say that the that the racers of toad henderson's day if they came today with the technology that we have with the ability to support yourself by just being a racer uh, with being able to focus on it as your primary focus they wouldn't have had careers with more longevity look, and more health uh, look look check check I I look Thank I admit,
1: you, Brian look I admit uh, look I I, I I am not a I, I was never a pro racer I was never a racer on the professional level but I have run the numbers I have I've got data from this era I've got data from the SNES era and I have normalized it so that you know these kind of things are not a factor and the fact still remains that today's racer is faster is more accurate is more prepared for these tracks and look toad you were a terrific champion in your time but it but the advances that have been made not just in the you know not just in the technology again we 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 factored all of that stuff out but the way these people are taking care of their bodies and also the way that they're approaching tracks not just by racing them a bunch of times, but by really learning the tracks, knowing them well, that kind of stuff has given them an advantage that your generation just does not have.
0: And you know what? I'll even, I mean, I'll push back a little bit and say that all that is true, but what racer of his generation had a virtual reality headset set up at home to where they could do the races at home before they even got there? I mean, it just wasn't available. And so what I'm throwing out there. Is that we don't know definitively whether or not uh, the advancement cannot be ignored from his era to today. I think that's just the you know progression of Toad Manity and-, and humanity and Koopa Manity, and I could go down the list of Mario races, but I'll stop right there. Guy, no, go ahead. Guy Manity, uh, Swamp yep. Manity, Villager Manity. You know, it, the list yeah. goes on and on. And, and-,
2: and continue it, please.
0: No, it's okay. I think that's where I'll cut it off. Um, But I'm just saying like, I, I love being between you two. Cause it's fun. We got the analytics guy, the new age guy, and then we got the guy who's done it before the veteran. So it's kind of fun for me to just, you know, be that the, the the meat of the sandwich, if you will. Duke, you, I, I respect what you're saying, but
2: you cannot look at, look at the, the races that we have today and look at me i'm i'm just a little toad i'm such a little tiny little toad and yet i dominated i dominated in the 90s and today we are so fine-tuned to care about how fat you are or also how tall you are because also tall equals fat that makes you heavy That's right. yeah and that or was if you are a huge big development big in the ghost. game, that was huge when we realized that yeah or if you're a big ghost with a big heavy crown you're also fat and yeah. those things help you today but back then you don't have a data point for heart you don't have a data point for grit and hustle and well i mean you, did you not know have let's a, talk you did not you did not have a music box that could destroy a blue shell if it came for you you just had to take that blue shell well
1: you know mm-hmm. i mean I, all fair points i mean i mean I, I think we can all agree though also that you know there was a, a champion that we have not even spoken about
0: today, which is of course Princess Peach from the N64 era. Oh, true. What am Ooh. I all? T- I mean, I had her poster up in my room as a kid. I'm sure you did. I bet you did. Okay, bet you did, Chad. Okay, come on. She's been a guest on the show before. Can we not? Can we not steer you it in bet that direction? Uh,
1: she's old enough to be my mother, but hey, mamma mia.
0: Okay, boy, stop throwing peels down in front of me. Let's keep the show on the on the track.
1: Hey, hey, we're just saying she's a
2: terrific racer. She's one of the smartest racers we've ever had. She's gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. Okay, absolutely.
0: we don't need to talk about her looks. Yeah. Uh um yeah, I mean just saying?
2: It'd be it's a compliment
0: no that's sure we'll go ahead and you know uh, you can't even talk
1: about women these days what i'm glad you brought that up duke finally you and i find common
0: we will both agree on this is that you can't you can't compliment a woman these days i was wondering where your venn diagram was going to cross over and boy it's in this spot i should have known
2: it actually crosses over in a
0: Big
2: area in big areas. It, there's only a few areas it doesn't cross over. Oh yeah, okay. it's based on errors. We almost align completely politically.
0: Well, I mean, hey, sometimes you know if you're sometimes getting- I just make him I I have him fill out two ballots. <laughs> just easier. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Well, that's fun. Good for you guys. Uh we're roommates. You live together?
1: we just started living together
0: yeah.
2: oh my just gosh
1: together. we both kind of had trouble with our uh, insignificant others
0: okay <laughs> it, it, boys well let maybe we could save this for off the pod uh we don't want to bring you know too much family business on here because we're because the people are here to listen to us talk about yeah, they want to you know, talk we, about... just like we stay away from politics we wanna... and we're not really a political show we also stay no. away from you know personal stuff as much as we can it bleeds it of course of course
2: can we get we'll have jeremy cut this out
0: oh yeah the guy, i think that's the guy from the from super mpc radio where we're putting a show on for that for that one show this week yeah yeah their well, people yeah, can
1: we, do it their people can do
0: it yeah they, their they, people they can, figure, can cut they can yeah. figure it out uh folks as we sort of you know re- reach get close to the end of the rainbow road power hour today i gotta say you know we've got a huge race coming up uh th- this week we're get we've got uh we're getting into the Fireflower, uh, circuit. And, and it's big. I mean, what are we feeling here? Is anything you're looking for getting into this next, uh, this next four races?
1: I mean, these are tracks. I mean, th- there's one word to talk about these tracks, right? Hazards. Mm. Hazards. These are tracks where, uh, where you know, there's going to be stuff coming out of lava. The track is very likely going to fall apart by the third lap. Um, these are very, very dangerous laps and to me i'm looking for two things here i'm looking for somebody who can take a hit and i'm looking for somebody who can evade a hit uh look for a big week from baby luigi and uh if things shake his way
0: uh look for a big week from dry bones dry bones Whoa! you know i i have had so much fun watching dry bones race lately I mean he makes drifts around corners that like I thought was only possible uh by by Lemmy Cooper at the time. But here we've got this guy doing it at another level.
2: He he's I think he's a little soft.
0: Oh, oh you God. think everybody's soft today, Toad.
2: I do well, I do I think most of them are soft.
0: Well he's I a bit of a glass cannon out there.
2: I just well to what Duke said, these are these are hazard filled tracks. These are tough guy tracks. These are, you got to be heavy on these tracks.
1: Oh, your answer yeah. for everything is be heavy. I,
2: it's it's the truth. It's the truth. If I if I was as heavy as Bowser is, instead of this little itty bitty adorable toad that I am, I would have won every single cup. But today, the way that these tracks are built, heaviness is such is such a, a benefit. And I think uh, and I think that dry bones is a little bit too finesse. I think he's a little bit too fancy.
0: Well, let's let's go ahead and just like look at the tracks that they're gonna be getting into. Uh and I was wrong, it's not the flower cup, it's actually the special cup that they'll be racing into. Uh we've got cloud top oh. cruise. Mm. So so cloud top cruise, of course, dry uh bone dry dunes, uh Bowser's Castle and Rainbow Road. Uh so you're this, not kidding. This is a the tough, toughest cup. This is oh. It's the ringer. They're getting thrown in the ringer here.
2: I mean, this is the hardest cup they'll the race
1: in their entire lives. I mean, I, you know, it. it I, I think it's the cup that broke King Boo. It you is. Know? <laughs> it is. Uh, it. It is a cup. You know, look. We you know, a lot of great cups out there. A lot of great racers, but you know i I see somebody who, you know, we see these guys who are are walking around uh strutting their stuff because, you know, they've won a flower cup. flower cup, no disrespect to that, but it's a Mickey Mouse cup. Mickey Mouse. the special cup that is a that's a cup. That's a championship,
0: yeah, you better be Donald warmed Duff. up by the time we get the special cup. That's for sure, yeah, um, I've got some right. stuff I'm looking out for on this. I think that by the time we get through. Bowser's Castle. If you see Pink Yoshi, even in the top three, I can almost guarantee he's going to win this thing because I've actually, you know, I've taken a page, uh, at a at a your book, Duke, and and I've seen that in the final race on each of the last, uh, uh, you know, before Mario won these last two, before that, Team Yoshi, for whatever reason, they give it their all in that final one, and it's they throw the kitchen sink at it. Uh, and he's he's taking the shortcuts. Okay, he's saving items for when he needs them. He's holding a banana behind him as he drifts around a corner, and so that's that's my thing to keep out for. Heck, we could get we we could be here next week. I'll fully admit it. And Yoshi may be in the bottom six again, and maybe didn't even sniff this, but uh, that that's my sort of tip for the listeners. So is, is that your DraftKings pick of the week? That's my. That's my DraftKings Koopa pick of the week. That uh, uh, if uh, to bet on Yoshi, bet big on Pink Yoshi. Pink Yoshi, okay. Yeah. Uh, what about big, you? He
2: is. Look at this. He's 3,500. 3,
0: That's a big bet. It's big. That pays out really nice. It does. And uh, and what about you though, Toad? Oh, anything to look out for the next this next uh, Special Cup th- this coming week?
2: I think we are really going to learn a lot about these racers this week. And I think it's easy to look ahead to is Bowser's Castle and the the Rainbow road as our as our big tracks. But if you start looking over those first two tracks, the cloud tracks and the what is it, the dry bones tracks? yeah, bone I dry think, dunes yeah, the dry dunes, you are you are going to be in some serious trouble. Those are not gimmies. Those are not gimmies, not at all. every single track here. Is is more difficult than any track in the mushroom cup. Uh, I mean Toad, I really... I, I,
1: Toad, I remember back in your day there was a a, a wailer, a screamer of a of a uh cloud top cruise race mm-hmm. where uh you were leading for the first two and a half laps, and uh a lightning bolt caught you just as you were going off the jump, cost you the race, mm-hmm. uh, and you almost got... cost you the special cup that year. You got to
2: get lucky in these, in these races. I remember when that lightning bolt hit me, I'm already so tiny. That lightning bolt hit me. I was barely perceptible to the naked eye. I got so small, so small. And it cost me that race and it cost me a cup, but that's, that's the thing is any bet that we make, whether it be pink, Yoshi or my, my draft bet, which I'll reveal in momentarily, uh, you they, they just got to get lucky, as well as have a great pit crew and have a great strategy. I mean, my
0: go ahead. for it. Sorry, Toad.
2: Now my pick. I'm going to go a little sneaky here. I'm going to pick Waluigi Luigi to surprise a few people. I know he's not the most liked. I know he's been in Wario's shadow for a while, but I think without Wario, without the distraction of Wario, I think Wa Luigi is going to come up big in this cup. Mm. And I also think it's important to realize i said this earlier he's tall which means he's fat which means he's heavy so he's going to be going very fast
0: i think if you're you know you're racing and you see him you might not remember that and you can make a mistake by bumping into that guy near a corner and you flying off the track
2: and then as you're flying off the track you go whoa that was a fat guy oh my i had no idea he was fat it's true
1: one Um, of the great advantages uh in the analytics era i think is realizing that
0: uh you can trick somebody into thinking you're not fat by being tall it's true. Uh, But yeah, I think my, my takeaway as we sort of head out of the show is that, uh, is that w- however it goes for these racers in these four very tumultuous tracks, you got to have a short memory. OK, if you screw up in that first one, you finish bottom six. You got to keep your head on because you could first place the last three and you could win. Anything can happen.
1: Uh, You Anything. know, I mean, we even
0: track to track, you know, you, Wait, what is
2: Duke's DraftKings pick? Duke, did you make your DraftKings pick?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. My my draft king pick. I'm going. I'm going with Baby Luigi on this one. I think mm. that I think that the I I think that a small stature. This kid, uh, you know, he hasn't won anything yet all year, but he is constantly attacking. Uh, he's got the goods to get around some of these obstacles, and I think he's a terrific pick. But I'll tell you something. You know, this. You know, and this is something that you've said many times, Toad. Is this is a race. Where 50 points can get you first place. Not every not every cup is like mm-hmm. that, but 50 points can get you first place. It's a dog fight. It's
0: it really a dog is. fight. Well, fellas, thank you again for being here for another episode of the Rainbow Road Power Hour, the Mushroom Kingdom's premier Mario Kart podcast brought to you by uh Princess uh what did we call it? Princess Peach Studios. Uh, Princess Peach Studios. How could I forget? It's Prince, there. Princess na- Peach podcasting. I'm, you know, I shouldn't uh shouldn't make fun of the people who are paying for this show, uh, but I'm just just negging them a little bit. Um, anyway, yeah, folks. I mean, look, we we just openly lusted after our boss. So what did we do? Yeah, and again, I you know, no comment on that for me. Uh mm, uh fellas my comment,
1: you're beautiful.
0: I'll, I'll comment be, again. Uh, you know, no, it's okay. Dude, don't have to do that. Uh fellas, uh beautiful. Duke. To Duke and Toad, thank you both for being here. Uh, We'll see you next week as we uh, look at the results of the Special Cup and look forward to the upcoming Egg Cup. Uh, This is us signing off. (laughs) Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I hope that all of you listeners out there uh, enjoyed that uh, that episode of the Rainbow Road Power Hour uh, by Princess Peach Studios. You can get that wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, I'm sure they've got uh, more exciting episodes coming for you. And, you know, as a person who is keeping up with the Mario Kart uh, Grand Prix, I'm going to be tuning in. Um, David, Alex, can I, I just want to say thank you guys for being here today with me on Video Games and Comedy Show uh and it, this was a blast It was good to have you guys on thank you so much for having me connor yeah. it
1: was uh so much fun to talk about this stuff and uh you know uh i'd love to be in a full length episode you know that's not half all spawn con but um the uh that podcast is great i mean the, those guys know they're they know they're racing inside and out and it's always a pleasure to to be able to hear them it's it's yeah. really fun
2: i would i would love to to be on less of an episode if possible i think we can Um,
0: make that work out
2: i honestly think we kind of made it work out here when david was going through the games that he was playing yeah Um, pretty much but uh no i thought thanks thanks so much for having me um yeah i love i love listening to those guys everybody should make sure to listen to uh that episode where they break down the grand prix um yeah i feel like it's, it's really good analysis it's really smart analysis. it's
0: it's in my rotation you know they've been around for a while so it's one of those shows that i used to listen to and then i sort of stopped and now i'm back into it and uh they've they just you know they've yeah. revamped pretty well um
2: well you've but, been doing a lot of joe rogan lately so it's tough to fit those in
0: yeah that's pretty much all i listen to uh on our way out yeah. today well let's we plugged some <laughs> stuff earlier but feel free to plug as well alex what do you want to plug where can the people find you
2: uh they can find me on twitter at at alex d bernard i do not tweet at all i only like david's tweets and respond to them (laughs) and uh we're going to be having a short film come out pretty soon so i'll probably put it there
0: killer that's basically it awesome uh david Danella, thanks for being here what do you want to plug thanks for having me yeah um Uh,
1: check out Alex's Twitter from his Twitter. You can find my Twitter <laughs> <laughs> at, at David Lassol. Um, As Alex said, we have a uh, we have a short film coming out uh, probably early spring and uh, we're very excited. So keep an eye on us for that um, mm-hmm. and uh, keep an eye open. Uh, if you like Game of Thrones, we probably will do one more uh, Stark Raven Mad episode Uh kind of like a look back at uh, house of dragon, which has been off the air for six months now.
0: Killer. Um
1: <laughs> Connor, you do Jen- you have anything
0: to plug? Yes, I do. I, I thought you'd never ask. Uh, thank you for listening to video games, a comedy show. Uh, I think by next week, Jeremy should be a back for, should be back from his apology tour. And thank you, Jeremy, for making this right. Uh, you can find the show on uh, Instagram at uh, VGA comedy show, both Instagram and Twitter. Actually, uh, we also have a great Discord that uh, we alluded to earlier in the podcast. And if you had fun hanging out with us, listening to us today, and you want to discuss all the podcasts on our network, uh, there's a link in the show notes, uh, or you can DM uh, myself or Jeremy or the show about it. Uh, You can find me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. I stream uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69, where I recently finished the first Half-Life for the first time i'm playing cool. through super mario rpg and super mario 64 ds currently and uh of course you can check us out on patreon we're over at patreon.com super npc radio where we uh just have an in a, a treasure trove of bonus video game content uh we get you get a weekly show called super npcs every thursday you get another big bonus show every tuesday um whether it's One that I host, the co-op series, a panel deep dive on a meaningful game to a group of us. David was on the uh, Skyrim episode. Most recently, we had Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And coming from March, we will have uh, Half-Life 1. Uh, And then, of course, we're going through our Super Mario 64 Games Club. If you love that game, consider supporting us at the $10 DJ Toad tier to hear these episodes every Friday. Uh, And uh, there's a lot more fun news to come there. Uh, You can follow the network. At SuperMPC Radio on Twitter and Instagram. That'll do it for this episode of Video Games, a comedy show. We will see you on the next one.